Oh God. Okay. So oh, the this, damn first mud. of all, does anybody remember freshman year playing at St. Joe's? Oh, that's what cold I do. Winning. It was cold and windy. Yes. Remember how bad that, that was? Yes. Worst terrible. Possible yes. Game. I was. Why did they play in the lake? Yeah. You're running the lake and the wind blowing like a hurricane off the lake. Yeah. Or chunks of sod every step you took three by three move. I think if you had a punter kick coherent north, it went in the water. It went in the water, yeah. <laughs> Believe it or not, like for baseball, Zolettel took us to St. Joe's and put us on the lake just to hit. You remember that? Yes. We went there and just took fly balls. He goes, if you can catch fly balls here, you can catch fly balls anywhere because the ball is going to go all over the place. <laughs> That's why you remember going to Joe's. And he goes, yeah, we're going to go out to St. Joe's. We're going to hit some You fly can catch balls. a wrench. <laughs> <laughs> Sinking in the mud. It was like it started soon. raining on Tuesday. Before we go in, and I watched a couple guys. If you didn't have your shoes tied, <laughs> your shoe would actually come off your foot. I don't know how Pat was even snapping the ball or anything. But we warmed up. We warmed yeah, up. We had our full yeah. warm up. Yeah. I know we yeah. went through pregame, and just before it was supposed to start, they come they over and go, it. Yeah. "We're canceling the game." Probably because Desmond Howard. And if you listen on the ESPN, Desmond, you weren't going to run in that. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, it gets pushed to that Monday. Yeah. And I'm going, oh, my God. Talk about high and low. We're, we're playing probably one of the highest-ranked teams in the state at the time with a loaded group. There were so many D1 prospects on it. You had Desmond Howard, who was uh, he was coming up. He was a junior. And for our defense to do what they did at Finney Stadium and shut them out, Yeah. And we wanted to grind out. First year, first year, you're so excited to play that game. Yeah. Oh. You're, you're all pumped because you lost play. twice the year before. Yeah. And then, and then you have to get back on the bus and leave. Yeah. And then you have to wait. Well, not only wait, you had this. There was yeah. speculation all Sunday that OHSA wasn't going to let us play. Yeah. Because they didn't want us playing two games in a week. Yeah. Now, at first, they, the thought was they weren't even going to let us play that game. So you, right? Yeah. yeah we, we, week, right? if you remember that, we didn't even right. think we we're going to play. And then it's like, oh, we're going to play on Monday? Okay, so you go from Saturday playing in the mosh with a lot of cushion falling on the ground to over to Finney Stadium. <laughs> we might as well be playing in the parking lot, and you got yeah. two of the hardest-hitting teams in the state just <clears throat> banging heads. And if I'm, not, if I'm not mistaken, didn't they run opposite crown some of these plays because they thought that – if you ran the field. down yeah, the ground. That's, that's what I said. Downhill. Yeah. yeah. The grain. That's yeah. what I said. The grains at BW back then, like, if you were facing it, and it would go to the right, and then the left yeah. side, it would be. Yeah. So if you ran and it got moist, even if the dew off the field, even on a dry night when the dew got bad late in the season, through the seasons, you can see guys' feet just slide Because we're all wearing turf shoes, and turf shoes aren't what they are today. No, no, right. no. no. You know, and then guys <laughs> with spats yeah. and all that other we stuff. Wore tennis shoes you might as well get on ice. I did. 
But that that was that was, was a, a hard hitting game. Hard hitting game and, uh, <laughs> I broke my foot in that game. That that was the hardest hitting game I think all season. There were a couple others that were close, but that was physically I think that took more out of us. I I Bob was over the house. Bob Leonard was over the house a couple weeks ago. I said, Bob, you remember after that Joe's game? I, I would just want to see what he would say. I remember going back after that Monday night. We're in the locker room and we're showering up, and I look down and I see this softball on the front of his shin. Do you remember that? He goes, Oh yeah. He goes, Oh yeah. He goes, You remember that? I'm like, How could you not? I go, That I mean, you were everybody was so beat up and like broken yeah. from that game, literally broken. Yeah. That was the hardest hitting for us. Yeah, I I, mean, was, I got hit by any level. I got hit by one of their right. linebackers. There was somebody I jumped over somebody and rule of thumb was I should have learned this from sixth grade because I jumped over and got nailed by some guy right in the stomach. Yeah, that was so, probably me. No, it was St. Rayfields. It was oh, okay. my first game I ever playing. But I jumped over one time when I was younger and I got really hurt from it. And you get hit while you're up in the air and helmet to the gut. Well, I don't know if it was Petchy or whoever the linebacker was, and the kid was really, really good and heard about him. He drilled me so hard, and I was telling the guys, we weren't wearing the rib protectors that we wore as juniors. We went to that, like, bodysuit, remember? Senior year with very little padding. Yeah, you could run better in it, but the big pads around it. I said, Kevin would have lacerated his kidney later in the season if he was wearing those, but those bodysuits didn't give you a lot of protection. When you got hit in the ribs and stuff, believe me, you felt that stuff. So, Hey, it's just the biggest memory for me in that game, which I'm sure is for everybody. You know, us punting on fourth down, watching Desmond Howard take it from, like, the five, maybe? Five. All and just zigzagging oh, all man. the way through. And then looking back and seeing that yellow flag laying on the ground. <laughs> I don't know if it was, it was Rick that got clipped or whatever, but I remember that week, Coach yep. Flurry. I was never on the punt unit, and he only put me on the punt unit for that week. So I was right side of the line. I'm thinking like, boy, this kid must be really good if they're that worried about him. And I remember the ball going down. It was wherever we punted from like the four, the 30, 40, wherever on our side. And I, I'm sprinting down the one side and I got down to like the 15 and he's way on the other side. So I got contained. Next thing you know, I see him going. So I turn around and start running and I'm running across the field. I just miss getting blindsided about midfield. And one of their linemen, I ducked out of the way, and I remember closing in on him because I had the angle on Howard. It was about the 35, and all of a sudden it was like the road runner. Boom, he was gone. I ran out of gas, and he was just way faster at that point. I mean, he was probably like a 4-4. Be lucky if I was running 4-7. But, um, and then he's in the end zone dancing, thinking he's scoring, and I'm in the end zone on one knee going, I don't know if I can get back to the other side when I'm so gassed. Because I just ran probably like over 100 some yards chasing. But that, that was a huge thing, just to get that flag, and then our defense just stopped in the rest of the game. I mean, that's the only thing that really did it. Honestly. I think that, that, that flag got us into the playoffs. It sure did. Yes, it did. Well, I mean, actually, we it, got it, us into the playoffs in our, our first drive. We, we drove the ball down. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Here's a story I have on that game. is um, I, I was a long snapper. So I snapped the ball and I was usually the first one down because I take off because they, they can't touch you, you know. So I'm like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna get down there and light somebody up as soon as they catch the ball, man. I want to be there, right? So I'm on my way. They got Desmond Howard back there catching punts. He catches it like on the five yard line, and I'm busting it trying to get down there, thinking what I'm thinking is fast, right? And I get clipped. And we're at Finney. 
because we had to relocate yeah, the game right. from Lakewood Stadium because it was too muddy. We all warmed up and everything. That's probably what well, first and only for a football team to have to be there, warm up. The coaches are there. We're all there, and the refs said, you guys cannot play on this field. That's it's too bad. At the time, Lakewood Stadium was a grass field. Yes. Yep. Yep. And they played, played like the, the younger kids, the Lakewood Football League. Right. They played all day Saturday. It rained. It rained. All day. We came in and literally like from the 20 to 20 was ankle-deep mud. Right. right. And we, we were sink, And we were warm well, up, ready to play St. Joe's, and their coaches were going crazy because they didn't yeah. want to play on that field because of the conditions. Well, and, you know, Chris was without a doubt – extremely quick but the rest of us you know we're quick ish um, you know so we're thinking this is great yeah. we play in the mud this is our you know this slows down you know desmond's got some wheels i think oh, it's fair oh, to say yeah. right so i remember al fighting this you know we're playing this game so where do we play it on turf against st joe's two days later. so yeah two days later. I, I get clipped and i'm scooting across the turf and uh by the time i got up and that was probably on the, I don't know, 10-yard line. Desmond Howard was in the end zone. <laughs> He's already scored. I don't know how we went. Like, more, just like, boom. He was there. I got up, turned around, saw the yellow flag on the ground. I'm like, thank goodness, yeah, you know. But he did. I think he took a punt back, if I, I recall, did. all the way. And got they got called back for a clip. And I think that's the last time I saw that side of the, you know. But they were, I remember Elvis Gerbach talking a lot of, you know, they, oh, yeah. I don't think they were prepared to be shut out. No, and we wanted no. to hit them hard. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I remember being so upset, pissed off after that, canceling yeah. that game and coming back to oh, get yeah. yeah. I think I think the canceling did help motivate us just to, because now they're now we have the to show them up. You know, we're all like now now we're we're gonna play this. You talk about hitting hard. Is up until that game, I had a two bar face mask. Now the tight end. I don't know if it was Treg Lee. It may have been Treg Lee. But he came out on a block and threw a forearm, and his forearm went right between my mask and the top of my helmet. It just caught me on the bridge of the nose. <laughs> and I couldn't see. My eyes are on. I can't see anything for, like, the next three plays. So that's it. I got a full – the rest of the season, I had a full face mask. <laughs> Upgrade. Oh, yeah. All right. So we move on from Joe's. We win that game 3 nothing. Of course, it's the rivalry, San Ignatius. You guys, I'm, I'm pretty sure this is where you guys will give it to me. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty, you guys scored the only points in that game, right? Yeah, you yeah. did. <laughs> so what so do you remember about that? Game? We lost 14 to five, right? But we did not give up a defensive touchdown. They scored on a, a fumble recovery for a return and a kickoff return. Right. So. Hey, you know that game's always going to be tight, you know. Tip your head. You look forward to it every year. They you look rough. forward to going as a fan. And any any year, you know, you never know. Um, but, yeah, that that hurts, you know. That hurts. And, um, again, you're talking defense. Yeah. We won. There. <laughs> I said it. You know, I, yeah, we, we, we won. So we all went to school. We all went to grade school with kids who played for Ignatius. And you still hear about it thirty plus years right. later, though, about right. that game, right? About how they won, yeah. you know. But yeah. and that's always my rebuttal. That's but, the only only yeah. time <laughs> throughout four years of coming to Saint. I was the only kid in, from Parma to come to Saint as my freshman year, you know. So I take the bus down Detroit to Twenty Fifth. 
You know, you guys would wonder why I was so cranky, man. I had to get home for an hour and a half. <laughs> uh, three transfers, you know, 20B, right? So, heck yeah, it's cranky. But, you know, the bottom line was you guys had that rivalry. You know, the only rivalry I had was Fuel Bite and the guys that wrestled it at Ignatius, you know. So, fortunately for me, we got a little payback four months later. You know, I think we shut them out, you know. So, you know, it, it was always uh, – a good feeling to come back but that yeah that one stings you know but I'm sure you guys have a little bit more they were up for that there. game they yeah. were excited they, they were they, they had our number that day we weren't ready we weren't you know, I think they're we just were emotionally yeah. drained because as, as and I had so Ray and I have so many friends that we play grade school football with and we had about five guys that started on Ignatius especially on the defense Key Fielding I think Ken Johnson was over there and a couple others, and you would be up for Ignatius every year. But Joe's was such a big game because it was the playoffs the year before we had lost, and we lost at their place, and that was emotionally so big for us to win that. And going from a Saturday to a Monday, now you're spent, you're beaten up worse than probably any game coming off of any game. Now you're going into the supposedly the biggest game, your rival game, and emotionally you're spent. And I can remember the first three years being so excited to play Ignatius. I was just absolutely exhausted trying to get through the couple days going up to the Ignatius game. And I don't think we were overconfident. I believe we were just really physically beat down from that Joe's game going in, and we were just flat from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember the uh, pregame. I didn't go out for pregame against Ignatius. <clears throat> I don't know if you remember, but I, I stayed in, and Joe List, ta- he taped me like three different times. Like I just couldn't get comfortable. Mm-hmm. So then finally, Flaherty's like, all right, you gotta come out here, and I, I didn't go through pregame at all that game. And I remember there were there were probably like three times when I was out in the open and should have been gone, and I just I didn't have anything. There was just nothing there. We played yeah, them nine out of ten. So we beat them flat out every single time. Ignatius. I think collectively, we were a stronger team, more athletic than them. Everything. All right, go ahead, go. Ahead. I think collectively, you know, from the from the Hoover game, like you said, Ray, we we went in front of a big crowd and a pretty intense environment and they, we, there was a lot of first year guys on our squad and not saying it's an excuse but I think I think there was an environment we had to get used to and it, it took us a game you know it took us it took us the Hoover game they were they were an outstanding team as well uh, but we didn't play as well as we, as we should have that Hoover game we, we didn't get into the Ignatius game and it was a short week and I think we needed to learn that there is no mercy that you're either ready for a game or you're done. You know, you're yeah. you're out. Especially, you know, especially on a short week. You know, we. I don't think anybody felt sorry for themselves. I think we did everything we could to prepare for that game. But there's just a different mentality when it's a short week and you got to get ready, and the odds are against you as a result of that. Well, back then, the and, short week was playing Saturday and then playing again on Friday. That's right. That's right. The, here we are, Monday, Friday, right? Short yeah. Games were I don't remember any let up in practice on Tuesday, Wednesday, no. Thursday. No, 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 he went full. That was yeah. one of the first yeah. days that I actually yeah. went to practice. We went full yeah. right away. Yeah. I mean, we probably could have used a little break. Just a, you know, I think there's a mental aspect of the game. You just have to admit to and say, look, they, we just weren't all there, you know. And there, Eddie's right. Nine times out of ten, we win that game. I think also little did we know across the across the other sideline, they just hired Chuck Kyle, and you know, he he's a smart dude. You know, he he lined it up and made us you know try to play physical again against him that game and. And, uh, you know, again, super short week. Yeah, my only memory of that game overall that I keeps playing in my head is Bob with the ball. 
Oh. Yeah, like oh, he over. got a turnover, and I was oh, yeah. telling my dad afterwards, I said, but this is the only funny part of the game, is I'm standing there, and Bob is running in front of me, and it literally looked like slow motion. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm a 17-year-old kid, and this is like, I'm, I'm watching slow motion in front of me. And it's probably one of his biggest thrills in life. Getting yeah, he was a running back in yeah. St. James. <laughs> Uh, you can tell he played in an old league. It's like stop motion video. That's one though that 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 will always leave a sour taste. Oh, yeah. yeah, you know, and, and you know, you don't want to you know, like. I don't compare it to losing the state title game because that's definitely yeah. worse. But just that, you never want to lose to that team. Yeah, I mean, you don't go out and perform the way you know you can. Right. Yeah, I think that's that's frustrating. But we we never did it again the rest of the season. You know, there wasn't any kind of mental letdown for that, our team the rest of the season. That's when we want we switch right after that with the offensive line. Yeah, that's when that's when Dorsey got moved to left tackle before for, before the Sandusky and Sistilli moved to tight end. So the offensive line figured, hey, we're grinding the ball, we're not going to pass it. It's not like I was telling these guys we had a third and long, and Ray and I looked at each other in the huddle at during the Ignatius game. And they brought the plan third and long, third and fifteen, and they called a sweep. And Ray and I said, "What the f?" And they're like, <laughs> "Pass the ball." I go, "Chris is." I mean, yeah. they know it's coming. They got eight, nine guys stacked in the box, just waiting for them, and, and just trying to grind it out. And if we were just a little bit more diversified, hey, it worked for us. We got to the state title. But you know, the thing about that too is the, par- the parents in the, like, in the stands would do that things. too. Yeah, they would. They would say the same thing. Yeah. They knew it. They were like, what the hell? Mm. Why are they doing this? Time in and time out. But it was successful. Yeah, it was. But the guy did a pretty good job of moving people. <laughs> so. yeah. yeah, we got no stats of the offensive line. There's no tackles. There's no sacks. There's no turnovers. But, you know, Chris has still got records that stand today for rushing. It's, it's pretty impressive, man. <laughs> Yeah, it is. Now they're it actually is. in a Hall of Fame that looks decent. Yeah. <laughs> it is, yeah. It is a decent Hall of Fame. All right, so we go to Sandusky, and that was it for me. I was physically, I was done. Oh, I got I remember, you know, we ran a, we ran a play, and it, like you guys had blocked everybody. I, I should have just taken it to the house. You busted off a long run. I took two steps, and I went down. I was like, I couldn't. And that's Al O'Neill, first time he came, ever came on the field. And he's like, get up. <laughs> he didn't talk nice to you, did he? No. He doesn't talk he nice to anybody. Oh, no. Al, he, you know what was funny, though? Uh, Coach, okay, I'll just go backwards. So if something bad happened in practice, oh. I always knew because he would come up to me and pull me by the helmet. And he'd start screaming at me. It was directed towards the team, but he always, ah, ah. I'm like, all right, I hope they got it. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember him turning. He was tomato red. Uh, oh yeah. You know, sometimes you know you're kind of like talking to your buddies. Hey man, I, I think he's gonna blow right now. He's <laughs> fire engine red. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, hey, Eddie, that was your, that was your big game. That was Eddie Kanopka time. Sandusky. Sandusky. Yeah. I, I was thinking about that. Chris goes out at the end of the first quarter, and I get three quarters to run thirty times in a game when I haven't ran the ball really all season, and after blocking for the first <laughs> quarter. And granted, I said. Linemen are linemen, and they're bigger. And 
you get tired from pushing people around, but when you're 165 pounds and you're pushing guys that are a lot bigger trying to block guys, you expend a lot of energy in that thing. Like, man, I felt like I played two games. So I remember a couple of times on the first drive when we went down to score, and I was I felt like I was, like, gassed. Then they called the play. Ray ran the ball. Then Kevin quarterback sneak. I was like, thank God, Al, you're at least calling somebody else a little bit. And now I know how Chris feels. <laughs> but it, it was... They were they were a hard hitting team. They were quick. They were they, real hard. They were big guys. They came in and they were they were six and one. I think they were six and one when they came in and they were they were top in their number one or two in their computer rankings at the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a big game for us. Yeah, that was a big city game. City was like kind of shocked that you know they probably thought they were going to beat us. It was their homecoming. Hard. We had yeah we were their homecoming. <laughs> so they stayed the little sisters of the poor the following year. We had, we had ended up scoring, and I think I scored like maybe a two-yard run or whatever. And then it was late in the game. We got another field goal. The defense was doing a really good job stopping them. We were grinding the ball. We were moving the ball the whole game. And then late in the game, the fourth quarter, I, I remember Dorsey being in there, and Sean, uh, love you, Sean. Sean was saying something. I'm like, Sean, I go, move your big ass. They put you in the game. I go, you should be able to block somebody. So we ran Sean's way, and it was – we ran a, a 05 or 07, and I squirted through from 30-yard for 30-yard touchdown. I remember after that game when we did films, Coach Flurry goes, you know that guy almost caught you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, jeez. So Coach Flurry always had some kind of motivation to Absolutely. get you to. I mean, it was a motivational thing, I mean, especially during films. In film, it was like he was yelling at you, but he really wasn't. Yeah, they were teaching you. It was like, yeah. It came out of that feeling like you got yelled at. Yeah. Except after the Ignatius game when they were really yelling. At him. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> nice, nice. Those are from start. We go to Toledo Scott. Yeah. Win 10-0. Yeah, I, I called that. I was telling them when you walk, we drove into Toledo Scott into that school, and I saw bars on the windows, and there was a there was a school bus. And the school bus didn't have any tires on it. It was up on four cinder blocks coming through. I said, man, is this the longest yard or what? And supposedly they had a really good band, this and that. That was a hard-hitting game. And believe it or not, the only touchdown we scored, that was a trips left. And Kevin threw me a 30-yard touchdown pass, put it right on the money. Kevin had a hell of an arm. Vague recollection. (laughs) (laughs) I have a vague recollection. Yeah, that that was exciting. That was exciting. Yeah, I mean, they were hard-hitting. That was, I mean, they had a couple guys... I think they had two guys that might have been getting ready to go to Ohio State. The linebacker that was pretty big dude, and uh, they were tough. I mean, I think those two games, Chris being off from Sandusky and Toledo Scott and getting that break for your body probably did him a world of good at that Absolutely. point where you get like a second win, like, okay, it's like now I'm rejuvenated. Now I can go yeah. in and kick it in the drive. So I hopefully that helped him. Their field was a dust bowl too. Right. Yes. I remember that being the first yeah. time I ever had oxygen. Again, yeah. I pulled a Chris Williams. <laughs> no, I'm no, sorry, Chris. I love you, man. <laughs> no fans. Yeah. yeah. Police escorted. Police yeah. escorted out. Um, they had the high hurdle or high hurdle state returning state champion. They had like three track stars yeah. on their team, and that was a threat. I mean, they were just athletic as all get out. But you know, that's when. We as a team outperformed a bunch of incredible athletes. So I just remember preparing for that game, going, man, these guys are fast. So they get past the line of scrimmage, 
your angle of attack needs to be the one. Yeah. Just get, just start going to the one, you know, because you're not catching them from behind. And uh, yeah, that that was a pretty impressive shutout with that that squad. But um, yeah, there was some some fun there, some big hits, some uh, some. Uh, it was a lot of fun. I still get. I was telling Doug earlier that I still get guys coming up to me. Remember that Toledo Scott game and. Doug hit that guy, and, and his face mask flew off, and screws were flying. <laughs> oh, no. like, I don't know what they're like. You got to come out of the field. I'm like, what? Why? What's going on? <laughs> you don't have a face mask. <laughs> Fifty years ago, you could still play. Right? Where are we at? Where are we at? Why? <laughs> oh, yeah, that was that was a good win, though. Really, you think about it. I don't know what that team ended up doing, but I want to say they were they had a pretty good record. That was a big prep. Yeah, I don't recall exactly what it was, but that's when our numbers started going up. Yeah, yeah, yep, no doubt. Um, yeah, we stunned it a lot that game too. Yeah, I remember. That's how we held them. Yeah, we weren't letting them get deep. That's good. All right, so then we move on to Lyria Catholic, which was our last game of the season, last regular season game. So we beat them thirty-five to eight. Anybody remember that game? Yeah. Yeah. I got to play in the second quarter. And it's the going towards the end of the half. And they're on the three-yard line. And uh, I make uh, – we're running a slant. And I tackle the running back. And I'm just like – I can hear um, Mr. Glassnap announce my name. And I'm like all excited. And – Doug grabs me and says, dude, we got to run another play. <laughs> Get in the huddle. That's all I got on that game. <laughs> oh, funny stuff. Didn't we have to beat them to make sure we got in the, into the... Yes. We yeah. had to win that, that, that game. That was the last game. Yeah. Was, if we would have lost that game, we wouldn't have gotten out. Was that the first year of the expanded playoffs or the second? Because when we were sophomores, there were only two teams per region. We and then it went to four, and I can't remember if we were juniors or seniors. It was four. It was four. It was four, but it was it was, four. that happened in our junior year or senior year. Senior so we were the first year yeah. that we scored that game. And we still and were, we were like we four, were weren't we? Yeah, we were still. We barely made it because right. Mid Park was Mid Park was one. I believe Mid Park was one. I think Boreal was like two. Yeah. So Bree and Mid Park were the two biggies, ten and zero and nine and one. What was the was talking about final that. of that EC game? Thirty-five to eight. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So it was over early. I, I just remember it being over early. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of kids so, get to play in time. Yes, that's good. See, that's the other thing people don't realize. Of the ten games we played, a lot of the times because we were so dominant on offense, you know, like three or four of the games we we only played a half. Right. Our, yeah. our backups. And that, not to give, not to blow the defense's head up, but a lot of the reasons why teams that actually scored on us, we were our second and third defense in two late in the games, and teams would get like a mop up touchdown, and that would right. be the only score they got. We could have had probably at least two or three other shutouts for the defense. Yep. There you go, Bob and Doug. <laughs> Playoffs, kick it off with mid part, and I think it started out 7 7. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yes, they did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a, that's most, I, most of our games didn't we start off slow as a defense yes, and we, yeah. You know, we yeah. yeah but back then, I mean there was only four teams in the region too as well so weren't we kind of going in we were eight and two questioning if we were going to yeah. be in the playoffs yeah right. and we had like those last games count no doubt yeah 
But that's why I remember Toledo Scott being a big win because the computer points is what carried us all through. And uh, I do not believe Ignatius made the playoffs that year. No, no. Right? No. So our schedule, if you look at everything that we just talked about before even jumping into the playoffs, thank goodness we played Hoover. And thank goodness Lakewood had a, you know, a decent squad because they won some games. And um, you know, St. Joe's won a lot of games. That Toledo Scott team was decent. I want to say Elyria Catholic had a decent record, so we were able to pull through. Yeah, you know, yeah. So we had a we had to make that work. But Mid Park, uh, Mid Park was an interesting scenario because a couple of our guys grew up in the same neighborhood. It's Indian Creek on Bagley Road that would have went to Mid Park. So all of their buddies were at Mid Park, right? And they were talking some serious and being specific. Bobby Lennart's a little yeah. like squared. Ian yeah. Padovic, nothing. And Mocho, you you know, you made a mistake. But you know, Jimmy takes that stuff pretty serious. You know, all these years leading up to our senior year, we you know we often we always played the uh, Lakewood. Always seemed to be on our schedule at least most of the years. And and I always thought of how important those games were to Bob Lennart, having grown up in the neighborhood. And we had a few of those guys that had played with us. You know, go back to the Lakewood, and so that was in the back of my mind when I was when we were facing uh, Mid Park, and and I wasn't alone. I mean, the two Mirandos, the Ram, uh, twin brothers, and and Dave Amoroso um, come to mind that were um, guys that grew up in Millbrook Heights and would would have gone to Mid Park if they were gone you know, the public school route, and um, there were a bunch of guys on Mid Park's team that I played. You know, grade school, like uh, rec, you know, all the sports of rec. I mean, not just football. I mean, I played baseball against most of these guys and, and you know, basketball and all that kind of stuff growing up through, you know, before I went to high school. And um, I actually, I became friends with Limbro after after school and everything else, too. And uh, so, yeah, it was, there was an added motivation for, for me to make make sure that, you know, for bragging rights purposes, you, you, you had to. We had to win those games, and then um, when and then it, after winning that game, and you know the roof came to it, I knew guys on the Berea team too, only because um, primarily because I I attended Notre Dame's um, football camp the summer before our senior year, and lo and behold, there were two guys that um, from Berea that were there that I got to know, and they turned out they were both Division One players, and so when I think of those two games, I think of like. I had that personal motivation with the Mid Park team, but the talent on the on the Bria team, believe it or not, was what I always thought was much better. I mean, you, I knew those guys. I'm talking about Lance Ferentz was their center, played at West Virginia, and then I can't believe I can't remember the the tight end's name. Like it was started with like an ass, like Schweitzer or something like that. Schweitzer, yeah. yeah, you remember him? Yeah, yeah. And he went to Miami, I think, Miami, Ohio. I mean, he was a big athletic kid. I mean, he was really really talented player. And there were a few others that I didn't know as well, but, um, you know, they always had good teams over the years. And um, so, yeah, I, I was little, I was personally hyped up for the Mid Park one, but the, the Brea one, I thought, okay, this could be a challenge for us. And then uh, you went off and put that to rest pretty quickly. <laughs> With your I think we record-breaking all, we all runs. Did. Right. So, speaking of the Mid Park game, do you remember towards the end of the game when the guys from Berea stood behind our bench? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, because we played that game at Finney Stadium, right? At, at just Mo yeah. Wallace's um, 
you know, field, and, and that's in Berea. And I, I mean, their high school is next door to the place. And yeah, so they were just walking around like they own the place. And John with us. That's right. I forgot about that. Entire week oh, of Mid Park Berea talk. Come on, you got to remember that's that quote. All, <laughs> that's all I remember is mid, that. that Williams the, left. Williams right. Williams up the middle. Building was yeah. It was going to be. Got to get through this first game, and then we're going to see Mid Park Berea play for the regional championship. I just I remember, remember the Mid Park coach being that. that quote was disrespectful. He goes, "Yeah, we know what we're dealing with. Was this that is, this is." Huh? No, it was before Ray. No, he was. No, but it, but it was it was a very. No, he was with us. He It's a very dismissive quote. It wasn't meant to be a compliment. It was. It was these guys are predictable. And we know we know exactly what we're going to do to stop them. Yeah. What was worse about that is the news. It seemed like they had it on a loop. Yeah. It was like every time you turned around, that thing was red. You hear that guy? Right. He laughed about it. Right. He did. He did. They thought it was a joke. Yeah, it was a joke. Wow. You know, he was conveying all this info to us. So they had a running back there. I can't remember his name, but he was a stud. He only played a brief period of time during the game because they ran a little out. He came out of the backfield, came right across the middle. And uh, I was telling the story earlier, but it's a good one. So he came across the middle, and it was boom. As soon as he caught the ball, he was done. So he's laying on the turf. I'm standing over him. And I don't remember, I, I have zero recollection. This is all secondhand, but I'm just standing there and Jimmy Mojo's freaking out, high-fiving me and my hands are just standing there down, trying not to, to fall down. And uh, the ground's shaking and I'm just trying to, to maintain my composure and Mojo's going crazy. I'm like, Jimmy, stop. Just, <laughs> just stop and, and don't move and just hold me. <laughs> just so we go back to the huddle, he kinda, and, it, and the funny thing is we, sh- we sh- watch film next week and you can see all this going down. He's He's kind of guiding me back to the huddle because I used to take the plays from the sideline, and I said, "Take the play. You just just call the play. I'm just gonna stand here for a second. <laughs> and uh, so in films, you can see the next play. I'm standing there, and George and I are lined up next together. I have my hands on my knees, and uh, they run the play. Doug doesn't move. I don't move. <laughs> I, just, I just stood there. For probably, and then finally, I'd probably Mochi again said, "All right, we're, we're, they're punting." <laughs> We gotta, we gotta get you to the sideline, you know. And so I think I took a series off or whatever. But it was we we, uh, we didn't talk a lot. Mm. We didn't talk a lot. No, no. It was very very tiered, you know. But we didn't talk a lot to the media, right? I mean, yeah. Coach O'Neill is serious about that. But our defense, no name, yeah. didn't have a whole lot of accolades out there. People knew who Bob was. And they knew what was going on. But for the most part, no one no one was coming to recruit. Recruit us, you know. It was it was all just okay, but they got it done. But Mid Park, um, you know, I knew a couple of those guys and went to Miami, and it was kind of nice to say, well, you know, keep chirping because you know, you know, you find your way to the sideline, right? So it was that was a good win, and you know, Berea, I think, is the same deal. Then go to the next game, it's the same crew of, of guys. So um, cold as could be, though. So yeah, oh yes. Bring up Mojo, but what I remember after the Mid Park. So the Berea players were standing behind our bench, like they owned Finney Field because that was their home field. They were standing behind the bench and they're just like staring at us. And Mocha was like, "Don't do it, Chris. Don't do it." I'm like, "Bullshit, I'm doing it." And I turn up and I just start lighting it. I'm just screaming at it. The next thing I know, the coaches are like full of me, but I'm like, "Man, forget this." And so going into that game, I was as fired up as I was because Mid Park, you know, they. Oh me, yeah, I remember Mid-Park, that. I remember you doing that. I remember you. Mid Park started with me summer before so I was playing softball with Tim O'Malley the Miranda's and uh, it might have been Mojo but 
you know, they they had one of their linebackers was working out, you know, running around, but he had his helmet. And it's like, oh man, this kid's working out by himself with his helmet. So, you know, I went up to him, hey man, this is pretty cool, you know, you and I didn't know what they park. So he's like, well, yeah, yeah. <coughs> And this other kid comes up and he's like, that's that black blah, blah, blah that plays at X. I was like, I pray to God. <laughs> I pray to God we play you guys. Yeah. And then they announce the playoff schedule. And then their coach gets on TV and he starts running his mouth. Yeah. It's like it never stopped. And they even during the game, they kept stopping. It's like, dude, what are you talking about? You guys haven't stopped us yet. Yeah. And I remember we scored like the third time and I turned around, I handed the ball to the ref and I was like just going, just screaming at him. Bunyak, Al Bunyak was the referee. And he was my boss at Sears, and he's like, hey, Chris, nah, just score a game. Get out of here. <laughs> you know, uh, you didn't talk a lot, and you didn't, like, you, if I recall, and I'm not busting your chops, but you were, after you run a 100-yard sprint, you're not really in the mood to sit there and talk and whatever. <laughs> you came off the sideline, you are on a mission. Leave me alone. You didn't say a whole lot. Class act, kind of. Hand the ball off and, and roll, and, and that's how St. Ed's does things, by the way, right? You know, class, win and lose, and uh, when you got fired up like that, we I think we all noticed, you know? Right, and yeah. trust me, if you were saying that behind we were all right behind you. you know, yeah. I was probably going, I want to go, I'm going up there. <laughs> you know Sign what I mean? Up, coach. But, you know, that, but that, was, the, that yeah. was the greatest display of running I've ever, I've ever seen in person. Because correct me if I'm wrong, for that game, Chris had 368 yards rushing and six touchdowns. In the and first about, half. <laughs> yeah, less than Gets three Maria. quarters of play. Yeah. We played yeah. one, we played two yeah. plays Gets in the second half because oh, that was they stopped yeah. me on the first play and they were, they were not this half. And I was like, what? So the next play, 68 yards. And I remember going in and I got to about the 20 and slowed down and started skipping. Um, <laughs> the reason I was skipping is because I was making a uh, a non, let's say, uh, I don't want to say this, but it, it wasn't a masculine type gesture I was making at one of yeah. the players. So Coach Flaherty gave me, he, he gave me that I ran a lot. That <laughs> yeah, I, I remember that play, and to your point, Wayne, that was the most impressive run oh, yeah. because I remember they slowed down to, because there's no way they catch and then all of a sudden it was like a, another gear. I was bam, he was gone. Because we were sitting there thinking, I mean, you get the ball every play, you're going to get tired. We know. I mean, we get it. So I'm like, oh, no. He's, he, he's slowing down. And everyone's freaking out. He's slowing down. And next thing you know, I was like, yeah, he ain't slowing down. That was all. It was awesome. That was really cool to watch. I couldn't remember what game it was. Well, it was yeah, the, yeah. the next game was against Korea. Yeah. And it was the same way. Yeah. 295, 295 yeah. rushing yards with four touchdowns. 95-yard rushing touchdowns. That's still a school record. Yeah. But that was the thing when you said about it second year because there was kids that had angles on Chris as he's running up the sideline. They didn't even touch him. They whiffed because yeah. they couldn't catch him yeah. with an angle. So. Oh, wait, which was the game that you got sick twice after? It was a mid game. It was a mid-part game. Yeah, run 70 yards. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the only run mid catcher was like sewers in the uh, yeah. Yeah. end zone. So I, I turn around and I'm just like, ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just Camera guy is just like zooming in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, in case you didn't know, you're kind of a big deal at that point, Chris. So, yeah. you know, people were paying attention. But, yeah, that was that was a heck of a way to go into the, the 
playoffs. Am I remembering that correctly? And we're pinned. Ninety-five was at the end, near the end of the game. Was that was that Bridge? Oh, so, okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Because the first the third one quarter. stuffed on. But I, I remember somebody made a comment to you from that defense yeah. right before we ran that play. Yeah. Like, like you're done. Like you're not going anywhere. And then you bust off. You bust off a run to basically close the game out. That was that was the closing they blow. Talk. I couldn't believe how much crap they talked. They never stopped. Yeah, it was it was a bit much. Yeah, so, yeah it would have been a shutout until you know. I just remember seeing Chris with running lanes everywhere. Yeah, they, I mean, well, it was like the Red Sea was part of the defensive line was just blowing them off the ball. And I, I think our defense late in the season was actually better on turf. They were quicker and just yeah. moved people on turf. I think we, you know, we, so we won with class and then we lost, we lost with class. We didn't make any excuses and we just went back to work the next week. And it was nice to beat those guys. A satisfying win because they, that, that didn't feel like a classy group on that side, the no, way that they were talking about us. It was very unnecessary. I don't know if you guys remember, they stood behind our bench. Mm. They were watching. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't play until the next game. That's too bad. That long run, though, was down there, sideline. Yes, it was. That was awesome. All right, so I got to admit to this. So in the second quarter, we were going away from the scoreboard, but we ran a sweep on their sideline. And I, like, I was gone, like, I was out the house. And I remember like, I got on that crown a little bit and kind of like, oh, all right, I'll just take it out of bounds. But the reason I ran out of bounds was they had this beautiful black cheerleader. <laughs> but literally I ran out of bounds and I spoke to her and I, we ended up hanging out a little bit later on. <laughs> but the reason I tell you that is because like, That was awesome. What play was that? But oh, do you sweet. remember running out on 95? Because it was late in the game, and we weren't even supposed to go back out there. Mm. And so he, all O'Neal's yelling, you know, 08, 08. He's just yelling 08. And it was like, well, who's in there? Get back in there. And they're like, buttoning your chin right. strap. He's calling the play, and I'm like still running on the field trying to get ready. Next thing I know, the ball snapped. And I remember Ray Lowe took his guy. So it, I don't know how you got to him so quickly. <laughs> But it was like I was fast for about five yards. <laughs> <laughs> but you took the guy out of the play, and it was like, Jesus, there's nobody out there. And I just started running. So <laughs> I sent you, I sent you a message uh, about a month ago, and I said I remember that because lined up against Doug on that. I'm probably the the best executed play that we ran all season because he blew his guy out. The guy that was just inside of me, the defensive end, I blew him back in to the two linebackers. So three guys got blocked. He blocked his guy. He kicked his out. And Chris is running in nothing but daylight. Next thing you know, I'm running down the middle of the field. And I see him on the far right side. And all of a sudden, I, all of a sudden, it's like Chris puts on the brakes. He gives that little stutter step, sweetness move. And then all of a sudden, he takes off again with the Jets and blows the kid out of the water. The kid thought he was going to get him. And Chris like started kind of like watching Tom Cruise. I'm going to put the brakes on and watch him go right by me. But he didn't go right by you. We slowed down and he took off. So I've got a picture of that. You run down the silent, which is pretty sweet. Look, 
back at that and remember that play. Mm-hmm. Exactly how the guys did a tremendous job. <clears throat> like, that thing's in the record book. It is in everybody. All I did was snap the ball properly. <laughs> 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 he didn't bleed on anybody. So well. well, in fact, you know, he was running. It was so far down the field that I got to about the 45 and said, you know what, I'll just shake his hand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not running down. Well, after, after he... On the sidelines after he's done throwing up in the little drainage ditch, <laughs> then you shake his hand. I will say those those three playoff games were where I think they were they were fun. Yeah. And they, I just remember coming in at halftime yeah. and we're all hooting and hollering and just I mean they were so much fun to be a part of. Yeah, for sure. So then we then we go to Austin Town and the defense pretty much wins that game because Miranda had the what do you, you, you return? Uh, they fumbled on a kickoff. Yep. And he picked it up and returned it for a touchdown. And I want to say that was Jimmy. That was Mocho that got it, but I, I could be wrong. Again, a uh, little credit there. They had a kid named Leo Hawkins that was. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I think he did get a lot of. I just don't know if I'm allowed to say this or not, right? But it was like, jailbird, jailbird. Yeah. It was, they were killing him, right? But he, uh, you remember it. I mean, we it was it was probably our best defensive game because oh, yeah. he was probably all six one two twenty and and just yes. just a big and strong. But you know, he was a wrestler. I think he was a state champ. And I'm telling you, he came through off tackle. And there were a couple times where it was just scrambling, scrambling, scrambling. We were on our A game, but what he didn't realize there was like eight guys on I was gonna say, it wasn't all the time. Yeah. And that's that that is the truth. And we would watch that stuff. And the coaches talked about it all the time, but. You know the the secret sauce was there were eight hats on every single yep. like yep. running back. So you look at this list. Now Desmond's not a bad cat. You know Leo Hawkins was the real deal, but they weren't ready for eight guys. It was like you know uh, power and numbers, right? But it was uh, that was a pretty awesome game, no doubt. We are. I really thought we were ready to go. I really thought we were ready to go for the next week, you know. But we all know there's some issues there too with injuries and everything else, but. That was a great game, and probably I think where our defense might have played the best game of the year. That's true. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah, that was a fun game. Together, all yeah, together, no doubt, all together. I just want to go back to something you said a minute ago, though, Doug. Al O'Neill. I guess no matter what you say about him, the one thing he did teach us on, and I think you, you guys said it was class. Oh, yeah. Be classy on the field. Don't jaw. Where so many other teams jawed with us, I think. You know, and that was one thing that always fired me up when they were John, and we just sit there, you know, and we don't want to say we internalized it, but, you know, we used it as motivation, right? And oh, yeah. fired each other up, you know, and just that was one thing I do remember about him, just teaching us to be classy all the time. Absolutely. That was great. 42 to 7, 43 to 10, 30 to nothing. 30 to nothing. Yeah, we got to do our first oh. and only, I think, uh, lineman interview after that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I've heard of the other thing, you say that, Pat, but I think the lineman, Celebrated more than we did. Yeah, got in the end zone. And there's a, yeah. I think I have a picture of all the linemen are like in a circle after a long run against Breer Mid Park. But you guys were all dancing. Yeah, that, right, you right. did that Pee Wee Herman thing back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> all the linemen were doing it. Yeah. Guys, there's that video. So you talk about having fun. We, yeah. we, all, yeah. we worked hard and we had fun. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So the first three weeks weren't a lot of fun. Yeah. No. Yeah, the first three weeks. And then we go to Austin Town, of course. You know, we dominated them. Kruger threw the two tight, well, one and a half touchdowns. I think I threw 11 times that game. It was crazy. <laughs> we were out of control. Yeah, it was fantastic. 
yeah, yeah. That was a lot of fun. It was a screen to you. So, you know, we, we were up 30 nothings. my recollection. Why didn't they pull us and, out? And typically, I, I think the first two games, you, you got pulled like third quarter. So the amazing thing is you ran for 1,400 yards in the playoffs, and you didn't even play like three or four of the quarters. That, that's crazy. Um, but but we are in late that game. It might have been our most complete game as a team, too, that Austintown Fitch game. I think both sides of the ball, super dominant, and just – so like Ray said, it we, we were just having fun. It was the whole game was fantastic, but but it's late in the game and they sent in a screen. That's my recollection is a screenplay. So who knows why, right? We hadn't been throwing much all year, but so be it. They send a screen in and um, dump it off to you, and you're probably ten yards downfield with it at this point. And I'm watching you. I'm kind of I'm walking after the play, jogging after the play, whatever. And some kid comes up. And tries to tries to wrap me and tackle me, and and I ended up like in a backwards type, like stepping back trying to get out of this this particular bear hug or whatever he was doing, and I think he just got pissed off and picked me up and slammed me on the ground. It was my own elbow. He had my elbow pinned into my side, so slammed me on the ground. And so we went up there. I think the next next play we went up to run, and I thought, man, I, you know, something something bruised and really hurting and we all got on the bus after the game my recollection is we got fed like mcdonald's hamburgers or something like yeah, that on the yeah. bus or I out of the, my and, biggest recollection of that you know it was the injury but then if you remember at the game people running out of the field and there were a whole bunch of young alumni that were all way up in the stands and those guys just screaming and yelling they were beyond themselves crazy that we were going to the state championship oh yeah yeah some of them that were in college and just graduated. I just remember some of those guys just screaming and yelling oh, yeah. about how excited they were about us. And, you know, then we didn't know the extent of your injury. Right. No, we didn't know until we got off the bus. And then we, we went into the into the bathroom and there was a lot of blood. And I think, Eddie, you were standing next to me. And I, I said, we need, to get a, we need to get somebody in here. So just, you know, it was a uh, really unfortunate turn of events. To not be able to play in that state championship game was a heartbreaker. Biggest disappointment for all of us, I would think, would be state championship game. So, what I want you to do is just try to remember, you know, going into that game, what your thoughts were, how you felt coming out, and, you know, Ohio State Stadium, all that kind of stuff before we talk about the game. It was awesome. I mean, it was just absolutely awesome. I mean, you're coming out, and what was it, a two and a half hour trip down there in the bus, and then coming out on an OSU field and just, holy cow, you're playing out there. Now, I, this is this is pre their lovely turf that they have today. This was that, uh, what, 1986 AstroTurf. Yeah, it was right. Turf. It was, you, you had the could run in the locker room. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and they gave you the option of, of wearing your own tennis shoes yeah. everywhere, yeah. So. Yeah, that, that was the worst. By far the worst turf, other than Finney, really was yeah. super bad. The, the rubber ball oh, had the nicest awesome. turf yeah. that we played right. on. I mean, right. that was that was the difference between the newest generation. There, and, I was, there was there was some padding at OSU. There was no padding at Finney. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> not, not at all. Well, <laughs> it was just kind of yeah. But to your point, remember we we practiced there all week, and it was frozen every single. And then we practiced. What was that? Thanksgiving morning, and it was like twenty eight degrees. And it was full go practice. 
Yeah. Oh, we came off as we were coming off the field. The Browns were coming on. Yeah. When we were practicing. That's right. Yeah. Out of BW. Right. That's right. like when we played in the state championship game, like the week before Ohio State of Michigan had played, and they were at home, and like you watched it on TV, and you're like we're going to be there next week. We're going to be there next week, and then you get there, and it's just like the place is so massive. Oh yeah. You know, when you're in there, when you're on the field, it's, it's, it was my first time ever in that stadium. It's just unbelievable. You just get swallowed up. You just, you know. Yeah. And we set a record, right, for most attendance. Like, it's almost 13,000. And we right. only, yeah, we only it's like, like two seconds outside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, there that, that week, Kevin was down. Right. You know, we're putting in a new quarterback. Everyone's saying, you know, it doesn't matter. We don't pass a whole lot. You know, but in the end, you got to have that threat. Change kickers. Yeah, we changed kickers. I mean, there was there was a lot going on. Um, you know, we had a couple big injuries, but in the end, you know, I don't think, if I recall, I don't have the statistics like Wayne does. He'll probably well, no, we need, we need, it was actually twenty eight point five. Um, but they didn't have much rushing yardage. So from a defensive perspective, they had three long plays, and uh, you know. We didn't have the tallest defensive backfield <laughs> out there. And they had some pretty tall, mm-hmm. big wide receivers, and they connected a couple times. Yeah, and, and, and really, it, it, you're absolutely right, that tight end. So I think it came down to three plays. And I think my memory of this is, you know, I dropped back, tip one, just one. We went. Yeah. Just one. Because, you know, I, everyone always thinks they're the better team, but... You know, from a defensive perspective, they had no yards rushing. They they didn't have a chance rushing the ball. I remember them yeah. pass blocking like crazy. They had a phenomenal pass blocking. And it was mobile. But they yeah, but their run blocking, I don't remember being really good. Yeah. You know, we were we were in the backfield a lot running, but passing, I remember struggling. It was one of the hardest rushing or uh, one of the hardest pass rushing games I've ever had. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. But you know, at the, at the end, the tough part about that game is sitting there in that monument, like crazy huge stadium, and knowing it's done. You know, I mean, some people, it was done before they got to the final game. Right. They didn't get to experience it. But when it's done, I tell my kids that all the time. Man, you can't go back. No. Yeah, it's, 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 that's a tough, that's all a over tough a kick, one. I didn't, right? want to, I didn't want to leave. All over a kick. Right. We could have gone longer right. if we yeah. made that extra point. We would have yeah. tied. Right. And we'd have gone longer. Yeah. Right? And I yeah. think there was no doubt the momentum had swung and we were doing the right stuff. But, you know, um, again, you, know, you win with class, you lose with class. And I, I, I think... We all left it out there. He did the best you could. It didn't happen that, that particular day. But heck, there's you know a couple times during the season it didn't happen. But the team had some resilience. You did the best you could. You know, um, you had adversity. You had change of fields. You had uh, quarterback going down. You know, and at the time, I mean, I, Kevin was critical to just being a general managing that oh, team. Yeah. For sure, for sure. I, I will tell you that story too. Uh, you know. My dad and a couple of my uncles went to the game. My mom stayed home with me. And after that injury, I wasn't allowed out of bed for three weeks. So I had a bigger than a quarter size hole in my left kidney. And um, my mom came downstairs. She sets the radio up. So we're going to listen to the game because it's being broadcast. And we turned that game on. And first play, I don't remember what the first play was, but I heard that first play. And I burst out into tears. And she burst out into tears. And we just shut the radio off. And... I had no idea what the result of that game was until my dad got home. I, I couldn't listen to it. To this day, I've still never watched it. I just felt I felt awful, like I, I couldn't be there for you guys. Yeah, it was different. 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 It was
because we put in the option that we did. Yeah. It was like, yeah, <laughs> a weird week of practice. Well, the practices were different. Everything was yeah. different. Hey, well, Gilson, that poor kid, they, he had the deer in the headlights <laughs> from Monday morning until the game was yeah. over. The tough right? situ- he's a good kid and a good yeah. competitor. Yeah. That's a tough day, situation. I can remember him just looking, and I don't think he had a word to say. Yeah. He had no idea. Yeah. It's like we were Kevin, introduced to each other for the first Kevin time. Kevin was really a calming factor just being in the huddle. Yep. I mean, granted, he wasn't thrown as much as he'd like to, and he could. But just having him there, and not to say that we weren't calm when we were there, but I had a different feeling when I was there, too. I, just, I remember just being – Honestly, I was never nervous at any games. And my biggest thing, once I went to wingback, uh, my biggest fear was, you know, making a mistake, just returning punts. And, and Coach Bax, you know how he was for four years, catch the ball, don't let it hit the ground. And, and we, and we, I mean, with, through Danny Andrews and myself and you for how many years, and not letting balls hit the ground and stuff. But um, it, it was just a different feeling. that You said you heard the first play. True story. It, it was all I remember the play was wing left, very first offensive play for us. Whether we so we ran the ball somewhere to the left. I got down on my stance and I puked on the defensive end's hand. No, that's true. And it, that was just nerves, freaking huh? nerves. I mean, I remember going to Ohio State and sitting up in the in the stand, going to the top of the stand. We were there hours ahead of time. And it just, I mean, I thought it maybe better off if we just got there an hour or so before. But, you know, we got there. And just like it was setting in, the biggest game of your life, stuff that we talked about as eighth graders. We're there. Everybody doubted us and just going there. And I never ate big before games. I'd really, I'd go like five, six hours and not eat anything. I don't know how I threw up. Just the nerves going, man, he goes, this is so important. Don't want to let anybody down at that point. So... You got sick just listening to it. I got <laughs> sick on that first play just thinking about it. And as the game settled in, and it, it was – It was a battle. It, it was a battle. They were they were tough up front. I mean, we're already rolling into Fair, the Fairfield game now, uh, state championship. But uh, I remember th- they had a tough line. and But we ran the ball. Chris ran for 180-some yards. We ran for like 200 and – 60-some yards in that game. Statistically, we killed them. We, we right. killed them. They beat us. They beat us on – there were four plays that stand out in my mind. The pass that our DBs <coughs> actually knocked themselves off, which was a fluke play on a 10-yard hitch or something like that, and the kid runs for a state record 70-some yards for a touchdown pass. Um, and then they had another play. I mean, we had an interception. They returned it back. I think it was uh, trying to throw a pass to Sestilli, and it got intercepted. And, you know, nobody's fault. It's just part of the game. And they, that's how I think they got their second touchdown. And the defense, you know, got beat on just a fluke bomb. I mean, I remember seeing on film Dan Davis getting ready to sack the quarterback, hitting the guy, and poor Jim or whatever throws the Pfeiffer all the way down on a big bomb. And our DBs never got – beat all season and it was just just got behind it and caught the ball hmm. and you know offensively we moved the ball down but when you run that kind of offense and you fall behind and you're playing catch up now granted here's the one thing that guys have been, you know said to me earlier it's a clock well yeah the clock second quarter we had scored and it was seven six 
and I, I talk about this, and this is this has haunted me in dreams and throughout my life, you know. And granted, it didn't cost us the game, but it was part of the game that set it up for things we had to do. We went for a two-point conversion, and we go down there and set up, and we call it trips left. That was three receivers left. Well, how many times did people see St. Ed's line up three left? A few times, Toledo Scott, maybe, uh, and a couple other times. But we run a pattern, and I run it out, and Chris actually picks my guy probably by mistake because we never practiced that play a two-point conversion, let alone a pass on the two-yard line. We never passed on the two-yard line ever. But that's our two-point conversion. Instead of running with our All-American, All-State running back, can't get two yards with the best, probably one of the best lines in the whole state, we pass. So I run to the left, and I'm running towards the sideline. And I slow down because the pass doesn't come. And then all of a sudden, Gilson throws it to the corner. And I pretty much stopped and restarted and I kind of dove for the ball and it went off my hands. And it, it just, I go, I thought about that for years, and then I saw the tape, and I played it over and over and over. What could I have done differently on this play that I mm. let the team down? And that kind of haunted me. It was, it was tough. But I, I sit there to the state going, I did the best I could on that play, on a play that we never really practiced for that kind of uh, You know what, you, you can let it go, Edward, because we won as a team, we lost as a team. Yeah. And I think, um, what's his name? I'm, John Frank, Brian Gilson was a sophomore, right? Brian yeah, he's a, he's a junior, but he never played a, a snap. Yeah. But then that other kid played too that year, Charlie or whatever, the sophomore. Didn't he play some too? I can't remember. I mean, even whoever played, somebody had some snaps because the offense we didn't play a lot during the regular season, unfortunately. Right. Right. Somebody got some snaps, but it, it wasn't the same. Starting a no. You know, no. Starting a regular season game versus starting a state championship. State championship. Right. At right. OSU. Yeah. No doubt. And then, you know, we put in the option. We had never run the option at St. Ed's. And we put in the option that week just because that was one of his talents. He could run the ball. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know, I know him and his dad. And, you know, funny, I have a cable put in. His dad comes walking my door. He goes, you done feed? I'm like, uh, my pens. I'm Brian Gilson's dad. Like, yes, I am. How are you, sir? <laughs> um, yeah, he's, uh, I, I just, I've talked to him a lot about that since. I don't know, I got to know him a little bit better just after we graduated for some reason, but I'd see him around. That had to be a tough one for him, you know. And, you know, it's game inches, right? Whatever, but bottom line is that was, I'll never forget being no. in the middle of that damn huddle. Doug Fee, every plate, grabbing my head. <laughs> F down already. <laughs> my neck is just like, come on, dude, I'm sucking wind. I can't, I can't see over you guys. Pat, you know, I don't know what he's doing. You got 6-2 and 5-9, 6-1 in the program. Um, and, and, so that, that's a funny story. So Ohio State's at the film room where they had the reel, the reel, and I'm sitting in there, and it's the end of the day, and I'm waiting, unfortunately, for wrestling practice. So you remember the wrestlers used to always be at the fence getting ready to run their half marathon to get in shape for season, and I'd be sucking water, <laughs> hanging out, you know, with, with you guys. 
And so, because we played on Thanksgiving, we had a tournament the next week. So this is a quick funny story. So I'm gassed. I lose like, I don't know, 20 pounds to make 175. <laughs> Berg's in the corner. And uh, he used to always tell me, you better stick to an extra because you're not going to be in shape. So I get to the finals, I'm gassing, and I'm up by a bunch, you know, I'm, I'm winning. And so I take my shoulder and I kind of take a dive. And Ferg's in the corner and he looks at the ref and he goes, he's stalling. <laughs> he's giving him a stalling sign. <laughs> he goes, he's stalling. He needs to get in shape. Call him. He's stalling. And that's Ferg. There is no excuses. Class act. Wow. No, this house. Awesome. So I look over at him and the ref's like, are you, coach, he's, I think he's hurt. Nope, he's stalling. <laughs> he's, out, he's out of shape. And that's it, you know? So um, I don't know. I, I just think. At the end, when it was all said and done, um, you, know, you look back on this stuff, and it, you know, I try to tell the kids, you know, it, it was some good times with some good folks. And, you know, on and off on the field. Numbers. Yeah, Plus, absolutely. You know, had yeah. each other's backs no matter where. Yeah. It was like truly brothers. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So I want to share one Chris story, though, with the uh, senior year. We're doing two days, and all of a sudden, he finds out I have a younger brother that's a freshman. And Chris goes, there's a little Padovic? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, he's probably down in the freshman you know, hall. So he goes, come on, I think you, you grabbed Doug or somebody else, one of the other offensive linemen. You guys run down there. Where's Padovic? The freshman split like the Red Sea. <laughs> They're all pointing down at my brother. And you're like, are you a Padovic? He's like, uh-huh. <laughs> you pick him up, you grab him, pull it on your shoulders. And everybody's like, oh, I'm sorry, that kid's dead. He's just never coming back. <laughs> you walk out and you, and you drop him on the floor after you, you, let, you leave and you go, hi, I'm Chris. And to this day, my, my brother goes, yeah, that's my memory of Chris Williams. <laughs> <laughs> and and every, every step of the way, every step of the way. And you didn't have a choice on that decision. No, you know. You got, I mean, this team, we're so close to this day. You guys are brothers to me. And it was just tough. Yeah. Surely was. Putting yeah. anything new that week was completely unfair to Gilson. Yeah. Yeah. It, was, it was a very difficult yeah. spot for a kid that never started at varsity. I don't know who just get thrown that out. was a good idea, but yeah. we should have stuck to our bread and butter the entire week in right. that game. And, yeah. Well, but, what was crazy is, you know, we, we actually had a chance to close that game out. We, we did third or fourth and one. Mm -hmm. And we went into a, uh, what is that, backfield? We had three backs, and then mm -hmm. I was at one of the wings. You were, or Cotler was at the wing, and there was somebody else. It might have been you a fullback, but they had Cotler the ball, and I'm lead blocking on this play. Well, I, I there were some strange back. calls that game. When you had gone out, and I don't know, when you had your, your foot ankle injury late in the game, so we have a chance to drive late. And I was telling Ray this. I go, I don't know if you remember this. So I'm thinking, like, okay, I'm going to have to go in the tailback, and we're going to go down the field, and we're going to get this, you know, get in field goal position at least. Ray had gone to tailback. Al still kept me at wingback. He called the wingback trap left. The next thing you know, after that, then we throw a pass play in there. I'm thinking, like, why? We're totally going away from what we did all season and playing uncharacteristically down the end. Granted, it was our job to execute. We didn't execute the play enough, you know. Well, you, know you know, it's interesting. So I just had heard something a week ago, some Bill Parcells quote where he, he said, you know, if he's the more talented team, He's, he's grinding it out and running the ball and killing the clock and using his defense to win. And if he's got the lesser talent and he's putting the ball in the air and going for the big play 
and hoping to strike gold. You know, that, that's what happened. And you look back at that game and we, we went from early in the season, we were underdogs and underappreciated and people just didn't think we had enough talent to, by the time we played that Austin Town Fitch game, we were the best team in the state. We were, we were, we were clearly in terms of at least expression of talent, um, you know, on defense and with our running game with the line, we, we were dominant. And we played a team that, that had to take some risks. And, uh, you know, it just so happened that day when they took those risks, they, they just, they paid off. And that, you know, again, like Eddie said about the Ignatius game, we play that game nine out of 10 and it's probably, or maybe eight out of 10, a different result. I don't know how to odds make it because again, I've never seen it and I never will. But, uh, but that's, that's football, you know? It is. That wasn't the only play there. Right. 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 We missed an extra point. We missed an extra point. It was just interesting. It just started snowballing. Every color. And things that didn't happen was all season happened in that game. I recall that we just let roll and roll and roll when we should have probably killed it. All for the time. Yeah. We got the ball back after he got hurt. They had the punt. We had one more chance. We actually got the ball like around our own 40, 45 yard line. Then all of a sudden it was like, that, that's the scenario where you had gone into tailback, and then then we call the pass play on some out. And I'm thinking, like, man, call. Yeah, I mean, I remember the last pass that Gilson threw was like some long out, and I went to catch, and guy drilled me right in the sidelines, and just couldn't catch the ball. Um, it was just rough. That team, that school spent almost a 30-year drought of even yep. right. the playoffs yeah. after that game. After that game. Well, it's they funny. just made it in the last couple of years, yes. two, three years ago. Yeah. <laughs> they hadn't made wow. the playoffs since. Wow. Even yeah. in the expansion. I'll tell you, the biggest memory for, for me for that game doesn't have anything to do with football. Right? It was pregame. We're in a locker room. I'm looking through my bag, getting dressed, and there's an envelope in there from my dad. So I open it up. It says, uh, you know, Dear Ray, you're the youngest of nine that have played this football game. One more win, and you'll be all alone. You know? And I was like, doggone it. That's just, you know, and that, I still have that letter. I, I, you know, I, I mean, that, that to me is, you know, losing that game was horrible, right? No doubt about it. But that memory for me just means a lot. And, and that's that's the memories as a, as a current football coach. You try and tell these kids, look, man, this is this is why you play the game. You know, there, there's there's life lessons. Football will teach you more about life than any other sport, hands down. You know, uh, on that note too, we we walked in here tonight, and Doug Fee brought his helmet, and that helmet is shredded, by the way, because <laughs> oh, yeah. Doug Doug Fee was the scariest dude on our defense. He was a madman. But he, he flipped it around, and, and I didn't know this. So here this is, you know, how many years later? What, 30-plus years later? And he showed me the back of his helmet. He had number 14 on his helmet for, for that game. I, I, I never knew that. I never knew that. I didn't know any of you guys did that. And, you know, that, that's, that's pretty amazing. That, 34 years ago. 34 yeah. years ago, you guys right? did that. That's, uh, we were also missing Dennis Baker for that game, too. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Dennis was on the back of the helmet, too, number five. Yeah. Gentlemen, that, that's, that's a recap of a <laughs> tremendous year.
Is this like a five-hour podcast? Right <laughs> <laughs> this will well, be a record going on the record. There's a, there's a three-hour Eddie Kanapka podcast and then the edited version with the rest of us. <laughs> to be continued in another 30 years. And is there anything else you guys want to say in closing? Anything about saying? Hey, just just thank you, Chris, for yeah, getting us Chris, all here. And, and, I mean, it really is, this is a phenomenal high school. It is, these, these four years, I think, that we spent together, I, I, don't th I know I don't have to say this, but I'm going to, they were part, they were the best part of my life. I mean, I, you know, really, it just was awesome. I think it's totally remarkable how it still shapes us to yes. this day, that we can come back together. We're in our, all in our early 50s sitting around talking about this time when we were teenagers playing football together yep. and the impression it still makes and how much it matters to us. You know, how much it mattered then and how much it still matters to us. I, we're still teammates. What's amazing is we have some of us haven't seen each other 30 years, 10 yeah. years, whatever. And to me right now, it's like yesterday. Yep. We, we still love each other. Like, oh. like Kevin's been gone. Kevin's like one of my best friends ever, if not my best friend. He's been gone in California. We don't talk for the longest time. Comes into town, nothing's different. I mean, it, it, it doesn't change. I, I still can't get a word he, in edgewise. Yeah, I, <laughs> and you never will. People have asked me, he goes, what's so great about St. Ed's? He goes, compared to like, you know, you go to the public schools, this and that. I said, you don't understand. I said, St. Ed's is the equivalent of a fraternity. I said, we're all brothers, whether it's a guy from the class of 60s, guy from the class of 90s, the 2000s, the 80s, you go in a game, and people that have never been to St. Ed's have gone to a basketball game, football game, baseball game, you name it, wrestling. Man, he goes, the people are so friendly here. I go, everybody talks to everybody. I go, because it's family. Yeah. St. Ed's is family. Yeah. It always will. Yep. It is. It is. coming after uh, last night's Medina loss, and you know, being down there in the field with my son and the other players, you, you feel that emotion again. And I told my son, I said, you know what, 30 years from now, 35 years from now, I said, you're going to talk about this with your friends. I said, you're going to remember that emotion, what hurt, what sucked, but what was great about it. And then you're looking around and realize that was 35 years ago. And you're all still together. And you're all still talking about it. It's a great brotherhood. You know, it's hard for them to comprehend that right now. But, you know, hopefully this, you know, the students, this year's seniors realize that too, that, you know, it's, it's a special thing here. And you remember this the rest of your life. These guys all around you are truly your brothers. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And, and if you like that feeling of brotherhood and you want to do more, go to sehs.net slash boosters and see how you can support <laughs> all of the athletes here at St. Edward High School. <laughs> all right, shameless plug time. Well, stay there. Anybody else want to plug anything? Seriously. Jenny Enterprises? No. Ray. No. no. I, I will say one thing, though, that uh, the group of guys here, the amount of friendships you do gain at this school, it's, it's amazing. I tell that to my son. I said, you know, when you come to this school, it, you know, it, it is something that you will never, ever, ever, ever forget. You know, this group of guys here, you know, everybody here, I'll, I, you'll, you'll do anything for you guys, anything. You know, if you, it, it, that's, it's like, a, like you said, it's like a brotherhood. It yeah, really is. It is. My brother Mike's got his son Michael, who's in third grade at St. Rayfield's, where Ray's son's uh, eighth grader. And when Michael was born at Fairview Hospital, Masson always has that thing about giving the football this and that. <coughs> little, we got a picture of little Michael when he came out, and he's got the St. Ed's football and a little St. Ed's eagle and everything. We've got that picture. I said, that boy has no 
chance of going anywhere else but St. Ed's. If I even have to, I mean, I don't have any kids, but that boy will go to St. Ed's even if I have to pay for him. Mike, <laughs> Mike raise money though, please. Because <laughs> it's like almost 20 grand now. Uh, thanks, Chris. Thank you, Chris. Uh, thank you, Chris. Thank you guys for everything. Because you guys have changed my life tremendously. So, right back at you. We appreciate you coming in. Absolutely. I appreciate you guys. Amen.